And it is the very first edition of The Chef Show. Very excited about this. Proudly brought to you by the SA Chefs Association. And uh, my two special guests, we've got Chef Ku Pillay here, who uh, is going to be chatting to us a little bit about the Chefs Association and what he does. And uh, also very lucky to have Sarah Gray here, who is the chair lady of the SA Chefs Women in Culinary. It's a bunch of words there, but we're going to find out all about it. Let's start off, though, with you, Ku. Great to have you along with us. Tell us a little bit about the Chefs Association. Okay, so great to be here. Very excited about this new initiative called the uh, V Chefs Show. SA Chefs, as we are known to everybody in the industry, is basically a network of uh, industry partners, uh, chefs, kitchens, training providers, suppliers, and also what we term associates. So people that are not directly involved in the industry or not chefs, but are very part and parcel of our industry, we call them associate members. So that's basically in a nutshell what we are, but we a lot more than that. So we try to cater for a large spectrum of chefs and um, um, hoteliers. And uh, the chefs are spread over the caterers um, hotel chefs, restaurant chefs, um, <clears throat> and then you also have training providers because that's where it starts off because you know you need to go to culinary school uh, in order to become a chef. So it's then tiered in those different areas and then we have different committees. Okay, so now wh what is the aim of, of the Chefs Association? Is it is it literally what it says on the tin? Is it sort of to promote the, the culinary industry in South Africa? Spot on. So it's basically a brotherhood and sisterhood of chefs uh, to come together, to network, to bounce off ideas of each other, to support each other. Uh, and, that's, and that's how we can then take chefing to the next sphere going forward. Okay, fantastic. I want you to tell me a little bit about, but we'll get back to you. I want to tell you to tell me a little bit about how you got into this because Anybody, and I've had some experience in the, in the tourism industry, and this is, I mean, you cater to the tourism industry. It takes a very special kind of person to be able to work in those, those industries. But let's first move on to uh, Sarah Gray. Sarah, I've mentioned a whole sort of laundry list of, of what your title is, Chair Lady of the SA Chefs Women in Culinary. Please explain. Okay. Well, it's awesome to be doing the, the, this first version of the chef show. I'm very excited to get it out there. But in a nutshell, um, Women in Culinary is a subcommittee within the SA Chefs group, if you want to call it that. And it was created purely for the purpose of highlighting women in the industry. It's not a men versus woman. It's not trying to start a, a sexist battle. It's really just about equaling, equaling the playing fields. Um, you'll find in a lot of sectors of the industry, the salaries are still not the same. Um, women do not get promoted into the exec chef positions for whatever reason it may be. So it's really just to, to highlight the women within the industry. Fantastic. I mean, it, you, you make a good point there because traditionally, if you think about it, traditionally, when you talk or when you say chef, you think of a man in that role. But I mean, and this is what excites me about what we're going to be doing is we're going to be highlighting that the fact that the ladies are there as well and there are some really, really good chefs amongst them. So I'm looking forward to that. But let's get back to you quickly, Chef Ku, if I, if I may. 
in terms of you now, what is your current position? What do you do aside from, from being part of the Chefs Association? So I am the executive chef of the Procha Hotel at Owatambo. So that's my day job. Um, so being part of the Chefs Association, it's all volunteer basis. So we are members for members. And uh, as Sarah mentioned, she is part of a subcommittee within the association. And we have various committees and portfolios in the association, ranging from the national board, which I'm a member of, I'm a director of SA Chefs, but then it drops down into the various regions. So we have regional committees. We currently active in eight regions within the country. And within those regional committees, we have subcommittees such as Women in Culinary, the youth committee, we have uh, the education committee that focuses mainly on the training providers, and we have other committees such as entrepreneurship, you know, and we also have a humanity uh, portfolio, because all of that kind of builds into what we are as SA, uh, as SA chefs. So my portfolio nationally is the youth membership or the youth portfolio, and that is quite a huge chunk of our membership. because. Those are young chefs because, you know, in South Africa, a youth is classed up to the age of 35. So that's everybody that's between the ages of 18 and 35 within our association. So those are young chefs, the so young sous chefs, young head chefs, as well as those that are coming through the ranks from training school. So it's, it's, it's a huge portfolio to manage. And for me, it's been quite an exciting roller coaster trip because I've also had to change my mindset because... I was born in the 80s and my mindset is very different to those uh, of the young millennials that we have now. And this has given me the opportunity to also network with, with the up and coming generation of future chefs. Fantastic. Now, if we can take a step backwards just very quickly, is this something that you always wanted to do in terms of being a chef? You know, did you start off from, from a young age? Because I, I often wonder how do people get into this? I mean, I love cooking, but I doubt I could ever be a chef. So, as you mentioned earlier, there's one thing that you need for or to become a chef, and that is passion. Mm. You have to have the passion for what you do, because it's not about, I can find egg, because that's not going to take you very far. But if you can breathe, eat, sleep, you know, food and everything about food, then this is for you. But on the flip side, you also need to have the perseverance and the dedication, because Let's be honest, you know, it's not as glorified as everybody think it is, you know, because everybody watches, you know, these food networks and food channels and, you know, they see these celebrity chefs in action. But yes, that is a part of our industry, but it's not our industry. It's, you know, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that goes into it. Look, and at the same time, to be quite honest, it's not a very high paying job as well. Yes. The more experienced you are and as you grow into the industry, you know, opportunities do uh, come about. But when you start off, it's not, it's not one of the best industries in terms of salary or pay. But if you have the passion, the dedication and the per perseverance, then this industry is for you. Because I can tell you now, I don't call this a job. For me, it's a lifestyle because my entire life is about what I do as a chef. Fantastic. And in future episodes, I'm actually going to start asking some of the people that I interview, like, what do they do at home? Do they cook like this at home? It's always fascinated me. <laughs> if I think about, you know, I mean, you were talking about the, the guys, the big fancy guys that you know. I mean, you know, when, when you get home, if you're a Gordon Ramsay, for example, do you make these or do you just slap a piece of toast in the toaster? But that's for another time. Let's move over to you very quickly, Sarah. So you wear a couple of hats because you also 
what I would I would guess, I don't know if it's the right term, a service provider yeah. to the culinary business. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, so we are a service provider. Um, I do more development though. So again, like who said, when you get into this industry, you do it for passion. And you're coming in as a, a small player in this big pond and you need to work hard and persevere. So in a nutshell, the chef does development for uh, manufacturing concerns as well as different retail and distribution lines into the hospitality industry. Okay, sounds, sounds fairly uh, complicated, but uh, break it down for, for somebody who may, might not know what, what you do. Give me a for example. So to, to give it to you in a nutshell, it's like if you are looking at becoming a chef and you want to move into food development, that would be a perfect opportunity for you. So you don't have to look at chefing as only being in a hotel or in a restaurant or in a caterer. We use chefs as well in in-house development. So if somebody comes to me and they want to develop a chimichurri spice, we go and develop that. And it, the best person to actually do that is someone with a chef background because you've got a proper if you want to call it a taste profile, is completely different to a basic food technologist. Um, so we would put take all the raws, put it together into an end product to supply into the industry. Okay, so you see, this is the amazing thing. And, and for people who don't know a lot about the whole industry, you, you just see, can I say the top tier, but you see the chefs. You don't see all the underpinning of what happens there. Absolutely. And, and I think that's what makes this so exciting is that we're going to, as we go forward, be exploring those kind of things and exploring the different opportunities for people within the hospitality industry. Absolutely. And apart from that is also you, you might come, for example, we've got a powdered mayonnaise. I need to understand how to make mayonnaise in order to put that into a power that powder that I can rehydrate. So that's exactly why you need the skills of a chef, I believe, in the development side. For it. So in my company, I would not employ someone in development if they didn't have a chef background. Because often you hear about this, this, this having a palate and developing your palate. And I think that's absolutely vital. I mean, I've, I've never yet come across a chef who, who hasn't spoken about that. Is it something that can be learned, though, Ku? Do you learn that as you grow? Absolutely. And look, I mentor a lot of young chefs in my kitchens, and I've always you know, said to them that even though I'm an executive chef, that does not mean that I know everything, because I still continue learning in my daily, day-to-day um, -day job, and you know, as I network with other chefs, meet other chefs, meet suppliers or a service provider like Sarah, you know, we get to learn more about what we know, and you know, that's how we further our, our knowledge about everything in culinary. Just to take a step back again, you know, I mentioned, look, my day job, I'm an executive chef at a hotel, uh, and, you know, that comes with a whole lot of uh, excitement as well, you know, ups and downs and the adrenaline of being a chef, because uh, that's menu planning, you know, overseeing staff, training and development, uh, putting menus together, and then also, you know, being in the kitchen and cooking and experimenting and, you know, being there for a la carte service or a banqueting function, etc. But... The platform that SA Chefs gives us is to bridge the gap between us and somebody like Sarah because through this network that we have, you know, we can host events, we host tastings, we host dinners, uh, we at trade shows and that's where we kind of bring the service providers and the chef together and as uh, Sarah mentioned, you know, every chef has a different taste profile. So these focus groups or these platforms that are available through SA Chefs 
it's, it's actually a win-win for both the chef as well as a service provider. Fantastic stuff. Look, it's a fairly short episode this time. We, we, we're just doing the intros and feeling the water, so to speak. But if somebody, because I'm thinking with a show like this, what will happen here is when we talk about stuff, because not everybody has direct access to you or to a Sarah, for example. This then will be able to go out and be disseminated and people in outlying regions will actually be able to go, okay, now I can learn some. That's the kind of idea that we're going for. So I'm so excited about that and I look forward to it. Thank you for taking the time out and having a chat to us. This has been The Chef Show, proudly brought to you by the South African Chefs Association.